0: Gentlemen, boys, and girls, and children over the age of 21, welcome to the Hop Nation USA podcast. I'm your host, Sam, and we are here for episode 20. Now, that's a big accomplishment, guys, because I remember when we hit episode 10, I was very excited, and you two really weren't that excited. But I'm excited again for episode 20 because that's 10 more than we had last time. Still not excited. Nope. You guys don't get excited about much. I've doubled my excitement. Hooray! Which is still no excitement at all. <laughs>
1: now you get to twenty five. If you
0: double zero, it's still zero. <laughs> if if you if you get to twenty five,
1: I'll celebrate a little bit. Once we get to fifty, I think fifty is where I'll, I'll get. Well, you might as well just say fifty
2: two, because then that's a year of shows. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: but the, why don't we have a celebration between fifty and fifty two? We can have a three week long celebration. See, now that's a good idea. Yeah.
2: So we'll. That's what we have. Look, looking forward to a three week celebration. Yeah. Once we do a year of shows,
0: I think uh, fair enough. I'm excited now, and I will be celebrating by drinking a couple beers tonight. We can, right. get,
2: we can get excited at 26 as well, because that'll be half. Half, yeah. yeah.
0: So 25, 26, we'll be excited. 50 through
1: 52, and then I think we skip 75. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to skip 75.
2: And then, then you just gotta do hundreds. Hundreds, yeah. yeah.
1: Hundred, maybe 104.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: wow. Well. All right. So with There's me are my two co-hosts. <laughs> As always, to my right is Steve. What's going on? Uh,
2: Not too much, not too much, not too much. I'm here, ready, willing to go. Not much
0: and not excited. Love the attitude (laughs) today, Steve. (laughs) All right, to my left is Adam. Not much more excited over there. No, although I'm a little concerned with the setup
1: that we've been running the past couple of weeks, because I know the chair across from me was empty, but for whatever reason, I'm not sitting in it. Because usually, we... I sat across from you, now the setup has changed a little bit, and I'm not across from you anymore. I'm to your left.
0: No, I'm starting to get used to that, so, so maybe, maybe next just week, stay there for now. Maybe next week I go back across from you? Well, you can if you want to. As long as I'm not to your right. I won't take that position. I know that. I feel I'm so comfortable on this show now that no matter where you sit, it's not going to screw me up. What if I'm on the couch? I know that I'm going to have a good show. Well, if you're <laughs> on the couch, it's going to be the best show, because then you won't be on the mic. Oh, oh shit, oh, <gasps> Oh, man. Oh, oh, that was mean, and you, dark. You, you should
2: probably apologize for that one. You bring that into my house. That was a little bit much. Oh
0: man. Drink my beer <laughs> and throw that kind of noise around here. Hey, I brought you a beer. might have been the same one that you have, but Yeah, and it's also hot. Not and, even warm. And hot. shaken up. So don't open it, it'll probably
1: explode. <laughs> so you you didn't bring me a beer, you brought me a
0: a time bomb. Of oh, beer. Of beer. A, beer. <laughs> a time it's, bomb of yeah, beer. It can still take out an eye. <laughs> Alright, so speaking of beer, why don't we think about what beers we're going to drink today? Well, we already thought about it. Yeah, we thought That's about it. That's true, beer. I guess we have three <laughs> that we're going to be drinking. And they're all in the same theme as well, yes. which is convenient.
2: So what's our theme today, Sam?
0: So our theme today is going to be lovely lagers. Which, lager beers. Lager beers. We're going to be drinking lager beers all show. So here's a question for you. If, mm-hmm. if you're at a wedding,
1: and, and you're having a lager, and you're out on the dance floor, does that mean that you're
0: logarithmic? My God. What? <laughs> Our first beer for today <laughs> is going to be the mother Logger from Magic Hut. <laughs> Go to the couch, Adam.
2: <laughs> yeah, nah, you don't have to apologize, Sam. <laughs>
1: Just
0: you, just justify it. <laughs> Bask in it, let it soak
1: over you. Oh my oh
0: gosh! All right, as I was saying, our first beer in our lovely lager series here today is going to be the Mother Lager, which is a limited run beer from Magic Hat, coming in at about five percent. Now, Magic Hat—they're out of Vermont, correct? That's what I was looking for, and it looks like they are out of Burlington, Vermont. Boom. Can't exactly say where that is in Vermont, but we know it's in Vermont. Center?
2: Sure. <laughs> Near the white Let's people. go with the center. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> in the
1: mountains.
2: Yeah. Near the white people who ski. That's where it's at. <laughs> that's everywhere. I know.
1: And the Canadians.
2: Because when you get up north. Yeah. Up in a poutine country. Right. As soon as you start hitting it along that 13-state barrier, mm-hmm. they start crossing over a little bit. Right. Apologizing for things. Seeing your hockey games. <laughs>
1: I want to make a Canadian bacon joke here, but I don't know which one to go with. Mm, pick one. I don't know. Rhea Perlman. <laughs> she's know. not a joke. She's a treasure. She is. And Danny DeVito's wife. Mm-hmm. Also a treasure. I bet All you are
2: right. right. We're, open, we're opening her up.
0: Man, he interrupted a good joke that I had. I was just <laughs> assuming that most of that's not going to air anyhow, so...
2: <laughs> well, we were waiting for you to actually come up with something, something. more about this beer. <laughs> yeah,
0: same. So while while I'm thinking about pouring this beer instead of just consuming it all myself. You're just waving it in front of our face. This beer is an interesting tidbit on the back, and it says it's brewed to spur the people to unite in the fight for abiding emancipation and smash the oppressive tyranny of malt monotony. Mother lagers are a refreshing, evolved alternative to the familiar Euro-style imports exported from the People's Republic of Vermont. Hmm. Now, wouldn't isn't that, that an interesting description? Wouldn't that be mamaltony? <laughs> I think it I think it just might be, so I wonder what mamaltony would taste like. The opposite of this. There may be only one way to find
2: out. Well, let's find out with this socialist communist beer.
0: I was gonna say it says Mother Lager, and it looks like a bunch of Russian hands giving a so, thumbs up on the front of the bottle. So Vermont, isn't that where Bernie Sanders is from? I believe so, yes. Nice. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Alrighty, let's take a look at this beer, boys. Okay. What do we got here? We got a little carbonation. We got some good head retention. It's a nice clear golden color. Clear golden lager. I'm staring at a poster uh, across from me hanging on Adam's wall, and if I hold this beer up to my eye, I can see through it. It is so clear, and I can actually read what the poster says. This Hmm. looks an awful lot like a VFW beer.
2: Yeah, we've said that in the past. It's a VFW beer. It looks like a VFW beer. Uh, It smells.
1: Not that there's anything wrong with that.
2: Smells a bit malty and bready. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. I
2: bready is a good way yeah. I would I yeah. would describe. it. Bready,
0: bready is a lot, a lot more bready than a VFW beer. Yeah, yeah, because okay. it actually has a smell. I'm getting a slight sweet nose off of this, and it does very s- slight. Doesn't smell like the cigarette machine. Yeah, I'm not getting much sweetness off of it. Well, after one sip, it kind of tastes like a BFW beer. Oh wait, did you already try some? Oh yeah, we
2: both did. <laughs> well, I saw him drinking, so
0: I didn't want to let Steve drink alone. So I took a sip, and well, now you can take a sip. That I'm gonna make it a crown, boy. I mean that that tastes to me very similar Ooh. to like a Bud Heavy or Coors Banquet. It just no well, it has the same no. No, I would prefer the Coors Banquet. I mean, it is very malty. Somewhat sweet. Tastes like oh. the quality of the ingredients really aren't up to Magic Hat standards. Um, boy, oh boy. Uh, that aftertaste tastes like school
2: erasers. <laughs> it is. Not not the chalkboard erasers, but just like one of those big pink erasers that you would keep in your pencil case. You mean the pink pearl? Yeah.
1: Why were you chewing on a pink pearl? I don't
0: know, man. It was a kid. Kids put weird shit in their mouth. Um... <laughs> one of those big ones that says for big mistakes on it yeah i know it does that's why i'm just <laughs> yeah. like dancing around yeah this beer doesn't taste great um i don't know it's just it's a very standard low quality lager which sucks because magic hat does have some great beers i really enjoy some of their stuff but this unfortunately is not one of them i'm glad this is limited run <laughs> that's <laughs> why it's limited
2: yeah they knew
1: hey it's not gonna be great
2: this is... Mm-mm.
1: What do you say we kind of avoid this topic and get to some news and notes?
2: Yeah, let's, yeah, let's change let's the talk, subject. Let's talk about stuff and then we'll just drink this beer.
1: Sam, <laughs> Sam, what do you have in the world of beer, in the world of Sam, in the world of Pittsburgh?
0: Anything for that matter. How well, are you? Well, I'm doing great. Uh, this weekend marked the fifth annual Pittsburgh Summer Beer Fest. Uh, that I attended. I've actually gone to every one of the Summer Beer Fests. They're down at Stage A.E. every summer. They do them two nights down there, Friday and Saturday, usually mid-July. Which night did you go to? I was there on Friday night. Very nice. And it was wonderful. And one thing I noticed about this year that I really enjoyed is that it seemed like some of these breweries, they really came to compete, not just to provide. Hmm. Um, And there was some very, very interesting, heavy... Beers there. Was, okay. there. was there a brewery that
1: uh, brought out a very unexpected beer that kind of blew you away? Like what you would consider a
0: pedestrian brewery that brought brought some a big heavy hitter that you weren't expecting? Um, one brewery that I saw that I had never heard of before was a new brewery called G Docs, and they're out of Dubois, PA. Okay. Okay. And the, this is the first time I've seen them at any beer fest. They are relatively new and they came with an IPA and an Imperial Nut Brown. And I actually ended up trying both of their beers and I talked to uh, the owner, he was the one pouring the beers for a little while. He was just telling me a little bit about the brewery, a little bit about opening up the, the home brewing process, and kind of getting his brewery started. And I tell you what, he's he was an interesting guy, very very nice, very friendly, and he brewed some good beer too. Sweet. I particularly liked the Imperial Nut Brown. It was about an eight percent. I had a strong. It was malty. It was nutty. wasn't hoppy. Um, it just had a nice clean flavor to it. So, yeah, that was good. But I'd say. One of the best beers that I had there, and I think I texted you guys as soon as I tried this, was Dogfish Head has a new beer out. Yes. It's called the Lupaluau. and it is a coconut IPA made with lupalin powder. Yeah, so how like how did that go? It went wonderful. And I tell you what, I was very skeptical at first, because I didn't even know what to expect. I've never had a coconut IPA before. Right. I've never had anything that was coconut in light mm-hmm. before. So. Oh, yeah, this was very light. It actually looked... Maybe not as golden as this lager, but it was very light in color. Okay. Maybe more like a a traditional IPA. But one of the great things about the beer was that you could really taste the hobbiness, you could really taste the coconut, and it was just balanced in your mouth. It was like a perfect mishmash of flavors. And for some reason, I don't know how in the hell they did it, but it worked. And Adam, I think you might actually like this beer. Really? Because some of the sweetness of the coconut helped to balance out the hops. Now, I don't know exactly which types of hops were used in the brewing of this beer. I don't think it was something like a Chinooki or a Citra, anything like that. Mm. Um, But it it was quite good. Really enjoyed it. So be on the lookout. Lupa Luau from Dogfish Head. Great stuff. So that was your favorite. Is there any other uh,
2: standout take notes? Like anything super experimental?
0: Um, I didn't see anything too, too experimental this year. Okay. Um, Green Flash had an interesting beer. They had a Belgian triple IPA. Wow. So that was Um, very (laughs) different. (laughs) Wow. I don't know about that one. That one was terrible. <laughs> I didn't even finish that one. Okay. I love Belgian triples. And, and, you know, if you have a good 10% Belgian triple, you know the flavor. You know it's it's strong. Sometimes it's a little boozy, but it has that nice Belgian y yeah. golden flavor. Yeah, it has, to it. It has
2: that like fruitiness. To it without being a fruit-based beer. Yeah, right. exactly. Right.
0: And if you just throw a shitload of hops at this beer just to make <laughs> it really hoppy, that one did not work at all. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I always like to try beers like that, not only being an IPA fan, but just because they're so different. I don't know. You don't see Belgian IPAs out there. You either see Probably, Belgian or an IPA. Seems to me like that is for a good reason you don't see those. Yeah. 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 This one wasn't great. Uh, but you know what? That's the beauty of... The Pittsburgh Beer Fest. Brewers can try out their new beers uh, and participants and guests can give their feedback on them. And that's what I like because I feel if I saw a bottle of green flesh triple ipa belgian triple ipa in the store i might actually go for that and buy that right it's going to run you at least 10 or 12 bucks a bottle and you're going to be so disappointed and know that you just wasted your money but hey Mm -hmm. if you're at a beer fest you're passing by hey that looks great i'll try it if you like it finish it if you don't like it dump it out and try something else right that's the beauty of it and i tell you that's why i love when brewers you know come out with some really interesting things at these brew fests well not only this year they really did they also get that's that's the
1: perfect way to get feedback on this sort of right Mm -hmm. true
2: most of that weird stuff is limited run to begin with right so,
0: right
1: yeah because if the enthusiast won't drink it joe
0: 12 pack won't right. drink it at all <laughs> yeah Heck if you no. see
2: somebody dumping that in a bucket yes yeah. <laughs> after
0: a sip, be like hmm yeah there were a couple dumpers this year but overall <laughs> i'd say a, <laughs> couple <laughs> a couple of dumpers but uh you know overall a, a great year of the beer fest and one of the best that i've seen from uh the summer one down at stage ae cool. so, nice. great times I got one more question for you about the Beer Fest. Yeah, then, what's up? Did you happen
2: to see any cotton candy beers while you were there? I absolutely <laughs> did not. <laughs> okay. Nothing in relation to cotton candy. Well, because that's interesting because that seems to be the summer trend of 2017. Oh, is can- it? Yeah, that cotton candy beers are coming into style. I thought it was Kesha. No, no, no. Aww.
0: Well, Kesha's coming into style, too. Well, actually, I take that back. She's already in style. Don't call it a comeback. She's been here for years. <laughs> yeah, she has. Oh, my God. Shut up. <laughs> Idiots. Hey, everybody hey. loves them some Kesha. Even yeah. you. Now, what's going on with this cotton candy stuff? So, apparently, there's a number of breweries that are putting out cotton candy beers this year. Okay.
2: And uh, one of the big ones that we kind of know, but we don't really get their beers. I'll get into it. But uh, Coney Island Brewing.
0: Okay. Where, where are they out of?
2: Coney Island, New York. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, really? Where's that?
2: Yeah. New York City, New York. <laughs> oh. United that? States of America. <laughs> Western the, Hemisphere. Atlanta 3, Home of the Brave. Earth. <laughs> <laughs> the solar system. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but th- uh, they're putting out a Cotton Candy Kolsch. Ugh. And they're doing it for their second annual Cotton Candy Fest in uh, July, which, you know, at the end of July, July 22nd.
0: Hmm. Interesting. I've never heard of a cotton candy beer, and I think I may have had one or two beers from Coney Island ever.
2: Yeah, we don't we don't get Coney Island out here much, but we do no. get their hard sodas. But the the cotton candy culture is going to be part of their sideshow series, which also includes a, a kettle corn cream ale. Ooh,
0: ooh, that sounds good. Ooh. Yeah,
2: I would drink some of that. A uh, a gin and tonic ale, a hot toddy strong ale. Oof. Ooh, yeah. And then uh, a Trapped on the Cyclone, Trappist ale. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) Oh, man. We might have to
0: uh, make a trip out to Coney Island or at least somewhere that they distribute to. Yeah. Because I've I've never seen anything like that in Pittsburgh. I know.
2: I know. I went through their beer list. Like, I was like, oh, wow. They have a lot of interesting stuff, especially as, like, their different limited releases and such. There's Kettle Corn Cream Ale. I need to find this beer. That sounds interesting
0: as well. Uh, I need to find this beer 100%. Yeah. I would love to find a variety pack with all of those beers. I right? Think. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the best. I might call a beer distributor tomorrow and One see what they see can do what, for what what they do. Just
2: Call Coney Island. Couldn't do that too.
0: <laughs> I guess I could,
2: yeah. <laughs> hey, can you guys get this out here? <laughs> yeah. Not the brewery, just the entire island. Yes. <laughs> just start cold calling everybody. Call one of the carnies at the Ferris wheel.
0: (laughs) When we go to intermission, I'm just going to go out on your back porch and yell, (laughs) "Coney (laughs) Island!" I would prefer that you didn't. (laughs) I have neighbors. I have neighbors. I want to try this beer, Adam. Come on, damn.
2: (laughs) Uh, But as far as the brewing process goes for the Cotton Candy um, it's apparently brewed with uh, strawberry puree and juice up front, and then it's finished with... What kind of juice? strawberry juice
0: oh I, I <laughs> pay attention Whoa.
2: uh and then it, then they add their own cotton candy flavoring to it oh so apparently it tastes a lot like a strawberry kohl's up front but then finishes as a cotton candy beer hmm so that could be interesting i can get behind something
0: like yeah that. i would try it I, I, would, I it doesn't sound good but i've i always give beer a try
2: i would try it motto. as well um there's a, there's a couple other breweries that have put out cotton candy beers as well this year. Uh, so there's a, the Snow Globe IPA from Hollow Earth.
0: Where are they out of? I've never I, I heard believe, of
2: that. I believe they're out of uh, Oxford, PA. Okay. The Cotton Candy Quad from Ascension Brewing.
1: Where are they out of?
2: I can't tell you. <laughs> I believe Michigan ish.
1: <laughs> that sounds like a Michigan thing.
2: The Caramel Cotton Candy Mybach from Ode Brewing. Hmm. Yeah. And then uh, the Cotton Candy Pale Wheat from Miami Brewing. Pale Wheat. Yeah. That one I'm a little leery on. Honestly, that one actually sounds the best out of the other ones. Wheat, I get. Yeah. Pale Wheat, not so much. I don't know. I feel like you can if you put enough of the cotton candy flavor in there, it'll mask. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. You can, you can overcome the other flavors. An IPA, that's going to be rough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Laquad, that's going to be terrible. Yeah. That's going to be rough. The Caramel Cotton Candy bock, That sounds like it might work. I would be willing to give that Because you're shot. probably going to be able to get the caramel. Right, and it's going to be malty anyway. So yeah, yeah, very, very malty. Right. So so what I'm going to put out right now to all of our <laughs> listeners, if you can find a way to get any of these five beers to us, uh, pref- uh, preferably three of them, though, so we can use it on the <laughs> show. <laughs> if you can get three of these five beers to us, we would love to do a cotton candy episode. Absolutely, because I have a feeling it will either be a disaster, <laughs> which is good radio, <laughs> or it could be good, and that's good for everybody to yeah. know. yeah, yeah. everybody wins. Everybody. Yeah,
0: everybody wins. So this is a whole bunch of shit we can't get around here. <laughs> right. So, so I'm. At, this we is the first help. time
2: we're going to ask for people to send us beers. We
0: are tapping. Outwardly, in our, outwardly, the resources of the hop nation. Right. Come on, Hop Nation! Don't let us down. Don't let us down. We've provided you with twenty episodes of quality listening so far. Yeah. So far. So far. So make episode. we got like... five more for you. <laughs> <laughs> so make.
2: And then more. Let's make episode twenty-five. Maybe the cotton candy episode. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We'll but see what the schedule that... works out to. Would that be the silver episode? <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see what we can do, but. Twenty-five is silver, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The silver episode. But help us out. Help us out, Hop Nation. Get us some of the (laughs) silliness into our billies. (laughs) That's a really weird sentence. Yeah, well, hey, whatever. Yeah. Adam, you got any news or goings-ons, happenings? Well, uh, not
1: so much news, but a little review um, of uh, some other things that had been going on in Pittsburgh this week. It was completely different from the Pittsburgh Beer Fest. Uh, This weekend, and actually the week leading up to it, was also the Pittsburgh Vintage Grand Prix. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is one of the nation's preeminent uh, historic races, Uh, and it was absolutely fantastic. And The one event that I want to talk about in particular was on Wednesday night, where they actually shut down the Roberto Clemente Bridge right next to PNC Park, and they had a huge car show right on the street. Now, the reason I bring this up is not necessarily because of the cars. Now, granted, I am a motorhead, and I loved absolutely every, every single part of it. But what was the coup de gras for me was myself and, I, and another buddy went down early and went down to Beerhead. Uh, it used to be the beer market right, right. across yep. from PNC Park. Uh, we've all been there. We've all played yeah. trivia there. They yeah. have a fantastic selection. If you can't find a beer there that
2: you like... You don't like beer. It's a list of 500. I mean, come right. on. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be
0: there's something, something there for you, like. you.
1: So, what was absolutely fantastic was, went in there, grabbed the beer, grabbed the table out on the sidewalk, and just watched all the cars roll in. And it was absolutely fantastic. You wanted supercars. You wanted your Lamborghinis and your Porsches and your Ferraris. You had that. You wanted your American Muscle, your Mustang, your Camaros, your Corvettes. You had that. You wanted your antiques. You wanted your Rolls Royces. You wanted your full boat race cars. You had all of that. And it was so great to sit out on a summer evening with a cold beer. I believe I actually had the White Lightning by Full Pint. Mm-hmm. Always a good one, especially yep. in the summer. And yeah. just let the cars roll by. My absolute favorite car that was there was a black 1963 split-window Corvette. Okay. I'm trying to picture that. Don't worry. I got pictures. I'll show you. Okay. (laughs) I'm sure you do. Maybe we'll
2: throw that up on the social media then. (laughs) You can show off your
1: car. (laughs) What made this car even better than the fact that it was a 63 split window, which for car guys, they know what a 63 split window is. The main difference is the rear window is actually split versus all the other years where it's a continuous window. But, oh okay. But so it is a 63 is a very rare and desirable car. But what made this even more awesome was it was a full-fledged race car, gutted, caged, loud, obnoxious and awesome. Hm.
2: I love this car. So when you said split window, I was thinking one of those um the door windows that actually is split in the two. Oh, like the old Subaru SVX's. Right, and you can roll down the little one. No, Yeah, okay. no, that's what I was no, thinking no, of no, too, yeah, 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 yeah. No, this was the rear window. I'll show you okay. a picture. I, yeah, a picture. that's fine. No, I, it's Trust just, me, so, yeah, just I got so
1: I can pictures. Get. <laughs> So the, the, the sheer fact that you could sit there, have a beer, and watch all these magnificent cars roll in was great. But what was equally good was since the street was closed, you can just go out there with a beer, check out all the cars in the middle of the street, drinking a beer, checking it out. It was great. It was a great way to spend an evening. So I would highly recommend it next year. We're all going down there. I think we might need to talk to the good people of Beerhead. We need to host an <laughs> do episode a show. down there. Yeah, that would actually be great. Uh, Steve will hate it because he's the audio guy and being able to try to do a podcast while there's a 63 split
2: window with straight pipes in a year, 20 feet away. In a year's time, hopefully, we can afford an intern... <laughs> Mm. <laughs> that can do it for us and then that way I can go find the 69 charger that yeah. I want to go Jeanette yes that's that's the
1: name of her intern okay she's, she's spunky but she's learning whatever as long as she can run the board while I go look at cars. right <laughs> right that's exactly what's going yeah. to happen so yeah I, I, next year we definitely need to go go check some, some more of this stuff out it was absolutely awesome and I would highly recommend going down to Beerhead for this event although I know they'll be doing it again next year yeah so
2: anybody have any 12 uh, cylinder Zondas down there?
1: no okay no uh, on Saturday went to Shenley Park where they had the actual racing yeah uh, there were a couple uh, Italian v12s there neat. <laughs> neat. I had a couple of moments walking around <laughs> it was it was awesome. It's too loud <laughs> It was never too loud never too loud. So yeah, that's uh, that. That was uh, a very cool Pittsburgh-based uh, event that had been going on. It, essentially, it's Pittsburgh Craft Beer Week, but for car guys. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so, so me being a beer guy and a car guy, I, I love having both. You got to here in beer too. You yeah. got the button too. And I want to do further research
2: next year. Fair enough. Sounds quite enjoyable. <laughs> Continued research is necessary. <laughs> <laughs> Results inconclusive. Yes. Well. Sounds like you had a good time. I did. Are you having a good time now with this beer?
1: Mm, I was kind of
0: hoping we could postpone this. <laughs> I guess we'll just rip the band-aid off. No, yeah. yeah, we got to dive back into this thing. I haven't taken a sip since we did our first tasting. I noticed. Of the that says it all. So
2: I'll go first while you guys finish up. This beer sucks. <laughs> uh, we don't get too, too negative on this show too often. Except for that evil twin sour.
0: <laughs> yes, the sour bikini was horrendous, but you know what? I don't even I might take that over this. I was about to say the same thing. I I was about to say the same thing, <laughs> and
2: that would make this the worst beer we've had so far. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, this is. it is far too bready, far too malty, everything tastes so low grade. I just don't get it. And it has one of the worst aftertastes.
1: Yeah, I've mm-hmm.
2: had. I just don't get this beer.
0: Yeah, so I don't think we have to go around the table. It's pretty universal. Yeah, It's no. universal. Sorry, Magic Hat. I still love your vamplifier.
2: vamp-lifier is good.
0: I, I like that it. one a lot. It's great beer.
2: <laughs> that can come back for, you know, the, uh, the fall time.
0: Well, that is not a limited run. They're actually canning that. Oh, they're doing that one a yeah, long can- time now? Good? No, no,
2: not all, to- all the oh. time. Oh, okay. But
0: they were canning it last fall. Last oh, okay. fall was the second year they did it. Right? Yeah. But, yeah. Hey, it's a limited run. Give them an A for trying, I guess, but... We're moving on. Moving on from the mother lager for Badget Cat and moving on from segment one, gentlemen. Oh, so why Sounds good. I... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let us try to find a better beer for everybody during segment two. So stay tuned, Top Nation. We'll be right back with some more lovely lagers for you. are back hop nation and we got some more lovely lagers for you to try today actually not you to try i guess we're gonna try them and then we're gonna give you our feedback and they haven't been so lovely yet (laughs) yes so (laughs) far so bad so really that entire statement was false yeah yeah pretty much everything that you said has been wrong oh lovely lagers i was trying to make that the theme of today's show it's Uh, just the theme and
2: hopefully we'll get there with this one
0: i hope so so tell us what we're drinking next steve so the next... I'm sorry,
1: uh, his name is actually uh, Kenny Loggers.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> God son of a bitch. Kenny Loggers,
0: <laughs> tell us what we're drinking next, Kesha lover. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going to quit this
0: show so hard.
2: We are drinking the Ridgetop Runner, and it is actually from the Straw Brewery in St. Mary's, PA. Nice. Uh, this is part of the Peter Straub Signature Brews. It's the signature actually on the beer. Yeah. yeah, it actually is.
0: Right down the side there. Nice. Yeah. Now I have to say, I've never had anything from Straub outside of just Straub and Straub Amber. Like, they're two most common types of beers. I don't even think I've seen anything else. Uh, yeah, neither have I. Man. Which is kind of why I got tricked into
2: buying this, because I didn't actually recognize it as a Straub beer when I picked it up. I just saw the name Ridgetop Runner and Lager.
1: But just because it's Straub doesn't mean it's necessarily bad. Well,
2: no. I mean, so we're, we're going to give it fi- a shot. Yeah, we're going to find out what it's all about. But it is a uh, Vienna-style lager. And it's 22 IBUs. Good. So that's good for Adam. Yes, it is. And it's a 5.4 ABV. Which is
0: good for everybody. Yeah, it's good for everybody. So let's pop it her open and see what's happening. Now, this is going to have to be a really bad beer to be worse than the mother lager. Yeah, which we've
2: already established is the worst that we've had <laughs> on this show. So, boy, oh, boy, I hope
0: we are not setting lower bars with this one. Nah. Well, it wouldn't be us setting lower bars. It'd be... Straub, I guess, right? Well, I, yeah. I've got faith in Straub. If
1: they're willing to have an eternal tap at their brewery, they got to be doing something right. Established in 1872. Mm-hmm. Not only that. Yeah, they've been around since 1972.
2: 1872. Whatever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so this is definitely darker yeah, than definitely the Magic Yeah, definitely darker. Here. Yeah, this is a darker amber. But that kind of makes sense since it's a Vienna-style lager.
2: Right. Yeah, Vienna-style lagers. Uh, are usually darker, mm-hmm. and we're gonna learn a little bit about that oh. in this segment. Lovely. But let's get through this tasting first. So on the nose, it is uh, a lot sweeter. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a lot more sweet
0: than I am bread. Yeah, it's interesting because I'm not. No, I when I was smelling the last one, it smelled a lot sweeter to me than this one. Hmm. No, I'm, I'm not smelling too much of anything to tell you the truth on I, this. I gotta okay. put I gotta put my snooter way way down into into the glass.
2: Yeah,
1: to get this one. But I am detecting a little bit of the sweetness.
2: Okay, yeah.
1: It is. It does not have the nose presence that the magic hat had no. whatsoever. No, definitely no. not. You kind of
0: got to go find it. But once you find it, yeah, there's a little bit of sweetness there.
1: Okay. righty.
0: Well, might as well take a sip and see what this bad boy tastes like. Oh, that's much better. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's much better. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Definitely has a more pleasant taste up front. Yeah. I'm still getting a little unwanted bitterness in the back. You know what this is like?
1: It's like when you've been standing on concrete all day, mm-hmm. and then you take your shoes off, and then you step onto the padded carpet in your house. Right. That's what it's like going from that magic hat to this. Yeah. It's just a lot more comfortable. Yeah. it's just... comfortable. It's it's <laughs>
2: it's it's, it, it's back to where it should be. Right. Yeah. This is this is this beer is actually at least comparable to other beers. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: It is. It is. It is pretty refreshing. I will
2: say mm-hmm. it's smooth. It's smooth, it's, it's, like, it's sweet, again, it's sweet up front, and then it kind of tapers off. I kind of get what you're saying, Sam, with the aftertaste, it's a
0: little... Slight, slightly unwanted, yeah. I'm not saying it's terrible, but no. it's nah. a little bit bitter in the back of my mouth, which I generally don't like as much from a lager, I'd rather have the hoppy flavor from an IPA lingering back there, mm-hmm. but overall, I mean, not, not too bad. No, certainly not. Especially compared to that Magic Hat. Right. <laughs> I will say one interesting thing about this beer is that I can taste a lot of the carbonation in every sip. Which is weird because it's not very effervescent. No, it really right. isn't. I don't know. Maybe that's... Maybe that's a strob thing? Or maybe I, it's just a lager thing. Who knows? It almost seems <laughs> like it's a lager thing because I get the same type of sensation when I drink a Coors Light or a Bud Heavy or mm-hmm. even an MGD or something like that. One of the big three. Is that oh, drinking
1: really a big three, though? Yeah, it's Miller. Yeah, but it's, Miller Lite
2: is the big one, though. It doesn't well, matter. Yeah, anything, but anything I consider coming out of those, yeah. it's big three.
0: All right. And I was comparing All it right. to the other heavies. Yeah. Bud Heavy. Right. Miller Genuine Draft. And Coors it's, Original, co- or Coors Banquet. See, between those three, there's no contest. Coors yeah. Original is where it's at. I would agree with that, personally. Yeah. I, I think the Coors Original is not a terrible beer. No, it's not. Not no, it's not the worst. No, it's better than that magic hat. <laughs> it, that, that's true. So there it goes. <laughs> so as we continue to bash loggers, especially the magic Cat. Right. Before before we go on with this tirade here, why don't we learn a little bit about the logger in general, so we can at least be a little bit more educated in our bashing, yeah. <laughs> and
2: we're not talking lumberjacks. We can, we can be educated, and the audience can be educated yes. while we shit on these beers. <laughs> yes, exactly. Let's learn something today. So, let's just start with the word lager. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes from the German lagerin, meaning to store. That makes sense. Yeah, of course it does. Especially because you know what a lager is. <laughs> but for everybody else who doesn't know what a lager is, uh, the main difference between what you find between a lager and an ale is two things. One, loggers are stored much longer, and they're stored in very cold temperature areas to... Uh, facilitate their fermentation process and the other thing is that they are taking advantage of bottom fermenting yeast okay which is different from a top fermenting yeast uh, because it ferments on the bottom right exactly it (laughs) carries to the bottom and it brings it brings all the other uh, schmutz and everything it brings it to the bottom of the wort gotcha which is how a lot of these lagers wind up so clear
1: so just a, a
2: a point of clarity
1: no, <laughs> no pun intended, um, for those in the listening audience, there are only two distinct types of beers. Right, lagers and ales. Lagers and ales. Right.
2: So if it's not a lager, it's automatically an ale. Yes, more than likely. It, I mean, I can't see that there's any other way around that. <laughs> right, right, but, <laughs> yeah. but
1: for those that are, are looking for a little further
2: education, right. there are mm-hmm. two types of beers. There are yeah. lagers, there are ales. Right, so like anything that's top fermenting, like uh, we've talked about before, the Gozas, Gozas are top-fermenting, mm. so they would be ales. Also, they're fermented in not cold conditions. Right, They're fermented in, you know, usually around room temperature. Mm. So, lagers are fermented around 39 degrees to 50 degrees. Okay. Whereas, like I said already, most ales are fermented between 60 to 72 mm-hmm. in about that area. And they're also conditioned in that area. Right. Lagers have been around for a long time. Uh, the very first kind of diving into the lager process started around the 1200s if not earlier was it by monks i uh, no, <laughs> not necessarily okay. just by germans well, right. and germans and germans in the alps but what it was they would take their beers and they would store them in caverns mm-hmm. they would store them up in the alps where it was cold and they would do that over the summer and then pull them out for fall time okay and this went along for a long time and it wasn't until the 15th century that uh, bottom fermenting yeast kind of gave rise. Uh huh. Nope. No. No. I'm not. <laughs> la- no. After what you did
1: to me Go with that yourself. Budweiser joke.
2: <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Kenny Loggers. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was in the 15th century that people uh, they began to discover bottom fermenting yeasts, mm-hmm. and these were a result of hybris- h- hybridization, 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 yeah, yeah, between yeasts, <laughs> and so they started applying that to the uh, the beer process that they are already in place. Okay. It was around the early 19th century when beer was starting to be stored in uh, cold cellars mm-hmm. uh, rather than, you know, refrigeration still hadn't come in. They would dig out cellars and they would fill it with ice from the lake. Okay. Now beer is closer to home rather than being lugged <laughs> log- <laughs> up a, f- a mountain. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, so they'd fill these cellars with lakes. And then another thing they would do is. They would plant chestnut trees. Okay, what does that do? Well, chestnut trees, they have a very dense canopy, so it would block out the sun. Ah, okay. Oh, keep them cool. But they also had uh, a very shallow root system, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't dig into the cellar where the, uh, where the beer was. Son of a gun. Yeah. Very How smart. How about that? Them Krauts knew what they were doing. Yeah. And do you know what this led to? No. This was basically the invention of the beer garden
1: no way yes Ah, oh, son of a bitch that's awesome
2: yeah so once they pulled out, yeah once they pulled out the beer they would just serve it underneath the chestnut trees
1: oh holy crap that's awesome yeah wow
0: <laughs> that's something that i never knew well there you learn you learn something today yeah you
2: really do you glad this you...
0: show is very edutaining, edutaining. <laughs> did you edutaining. did you make that word up what oh, edutaining yeah no,
2: that's been around for a while that's uh, probably right. in
0: the dictionary yeah is it's a great it? word. At least in, the urban, di- in the urban dictionary. <laughs> that, that's old marketing. Yeah. Edutaining.
2: Edutaining. If we fast forward a little bit, I mean, not so much, because we're already talking about early 19th century. Mm-hmm. But in 1842, uh, a brewer by the name of Joseph Grohl found his way into a bohemian town named Plzen. Okay. And he tested out a new recipe, and he found that his recipe uh, mixed with... The soft water and the low-protein barley of the area produced a very golden beer. I think I know where you're going with this. Right. <laughs> so uh, this is what became known as the Pilsner. As we've learned again in the Goza episode, a lot of these beers wind up being named after the towns they were in, mm. you know, where they were invented. So right. the Pilsner is coming from the town Plizzen from Bohemia. Well, there you go. Yeah then other cities began to adopt this.
1: Now, here's a question. Okay. Uh, Natty Bo, National Bohemian.
2: Yeah. Is
0: the that Baltimore a Pilsner? Baltimore beer? Yeah.
1: Is that a Pilsner?
2: Probably. I don't know. Because that would make sense. <laughs> I would assume that it is. <laughs> it's either a Pilsner or it's maybe a lager of some sort. It's got to It's got it's to gotta be, gotta be a Pilsner. Yeah. A, lot, a
0: lot of those, like, staple beers in cities. The
1: blue-collar beers, yeah, the lunch blue bucket collar types. blue-collar
0: beers. I mean, look at Iron City. Yeah, that's a pilsner. I think Red Star down in Texas is a pilsner. Or Lone Star, I'm sorry, not Lone Red Star. Star. It's, Red Star. no, that's Red Star. Stripe. That's definitely <laughs> that's not a Red Stripe is something different. Boo, creepy foot doctor. <laughs> but yeah, I think
2: that is, which makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, it makes sense because the the lager style became very very popular in the Bohemian area. Oh, all right then. Uh, it went from in 1860 there was only. 32 breweries, or, well, 32% of the breweries were doing uh, lager styles. By 1870, though, it was 97%. Holy shit. Yeah, of all the breweries in the Bohemian area. <laughs> Holy crap. And this would include the town of Budweis.
0: Hmm. So. <laughs> 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 Once again, we know where
2: this is going. Yeah, I'm not even going to go further <laughs> with right. that one. Right. What we're drinking right now, though, is a Vienna-style lager. Mm-hmm. I assume that came from Florence. Probably. Yes. <laughs> exactly. It came from Florence, Italy. <laughs> <laughs> or Vienna. Or Florence Henderson, if you, that's where you were going. Man, she is just a multi-talented woman, isn't she? Yeah. Uh, but no, the, the Vienna Lager was developed in Vienna. Hmm. But, interestingly enough, it is not popular there.
0: Hmm. Oh, really?
2: Yes. Uh, probably overshadowed by the sausage. <laughs> uh, but w- what actually happened is a lot of the brewers from that area... Uh, migrated to Mexico and North America. Aha! Uh-huh. Okay, and they took it with them, and they took their recipes with them. So actually, what you find a lot more of is Vienna-style lagers in North America rather than anywhere in the in continental mm-hmm. Europe. And this is where we get our our Yingling from <laughs> since
0: 1820. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. America's well. oldest brewery.
2: Our Yingling, we get our Elliot Ness, we get our Negra Modelo. We get our Dose Yuckies.
0: <laughs> Which is quite appropriate for this episode. Yes. Yes, that is two yuckies as we learned last <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah, two yuckies.
2: So if you're looking for uh, lager style beers, mm-hmm. um, they they go they have a lot of different <laughs> names. Dose <Right. laughs>
0: Yuckies. So funny. So, so true. true. Uh,
2: but uh, a couple other uh, variations that you'll find are uh, Box and Doppelbox. Mm-hmm. Those are lagers. The Dortmund, again, you're looking at another named after a town. <laughs> right,
0: Dortmund. <laughs> they're gold uh,
2: by so Great Lakes. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna
0: say. Well, the Elgin Ness is Great Lakes too. Yeah. so maybe they're that's using their that Vienna style. lager. Yeah, mm.
2: yeah, they're just into those German lagers and yep. styles.
0: Nothing wrong with that.
2: Uh, you're looking at Dunkels, Hellas's, usually an Oktoberfest or a Marzen. Those are lagers. Uh, Schwartzbeers, and again, the Vienna mm-hmm. and the Pilsner
1: and the Pilsner. So there is actually an ale that has been developed to try to replicate what the logger had been doing. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys have had this before. The cream ale. The cream ale was actually developed to try to replicate the logger without going through the
2: lagering process. Right. Oh, really? That, that was the thought process behind the creemail, was to try to replicate a logger? That makes a lot of sense, because mm-hmm. usually cream males are very clear, and they're very... Light. Yeah, very yeah, light. Mm-hmm. And again, you could produce a cream ale a lot quicker than you could a lager, because lagers, you're looking at weeks to yeah. months of storage. Right. Depending on how far you're going with it. I've got a cream ale down in the basement right now. It's been sitting there for two weeks, and it's probably
1: going to get bottled within the next week.
0: So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of yeast does a cream ale use? Top fermenting or bottom fermenting?
1: Well, that's the thing, because you can go both ways. Or both. No, you, <laughs> you, you, both you, you can. Do they meet in the middle? Yeah. You you can use a... a Lagering yeast, or you can use an ale style yeast. You can go either way. There are recipes that use both styles.
0: Ah.
2: So there you go.
1: There you go. Wow, that, that's that. part.
2: That's part of trying to mimic it. That yep. You bring in the bottom style fermenting yeast. Mm-hmm. We can go it's back. Like the dig,
0: dog of yeast. <laughs> he can dig anyway on the screen. <laughs> Up, down, left, right. He can just go wherever he wants. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Yes.
2: That, I'm sure it does make sense to you. <laughs> you guys ever play Dig I played Dick Dug? I've played Dick Dug. Way back in the day. Yeah, it's an old game. Yeah, the, the yeast runs around and he sticks his inflator matic into whatever dragons are inside your beer. And then he blows the dragons up so they don't harsh on your beer. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Totally makes sense. Got it. <laughs> Yikes. So, another Vienna-style lager beer <laughs> that probably came over... In recipes is this strawberry
0: top runner <laughs> the ridge top runner That's, I give him credit I like this name it's a good name it's a good ridge label top. too yeah, yeah it's, the go, name the name is actually
2: uh, to celebrate color. all of the different uh, lumber parks in Pennsylvania, uh-huh. especially in that northern Pennsylvania. Yeah, I was going to say, there's yeah. quite a few up there. Right. Yeah. Especially since they're in the Allegheny National Forest. Right, mm-hmm. that's exactly, it's all about to celebrate all those, you know, lumber parks and hmm. just national treasures and whatever. Very cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, I have to say, after sipping on this beer, trying my sample for the day, I... I'm kind of sold. Loggers are generally not my favorite styles of beer. I wouldn't yeah. go out and purchase them. I'm more into like obviously IPAs, but mm. just interesting, weird craft beers. Like I'd buy a cotton candy bar over a cotton candy bar. <laughs> I'd buy that sure. too. <laughs> sure. Cotton candy beer over just a logger right. any day of the week, just to try it and say that I did. But this is very enjoyable. It's yeah. clean. It's refreshing. It's got a nice sweetness to it. A little bitterness on the back. That's the one thing I'd probably change if I changed anything about this beer. But overall, very satisfying.
1: Really like it. I agree. It is a very satisfying beer. Definitely blows that magic hat out of the water. Yeah. (laughs) This is is padded carpet. This is nice. Versus jagged glass.
2: Right. I'm going to go and agree with both of you. I think I would enjoy this beer a whole lot more if I were a lumberjack. Yeah. Coming off my shift at the mill, <laughs> and I come on down off the mountain and I go to the hometown bar. And if this is on tap, I'll probably pound down four of these before going home to the missus. <laughs> so, <you're, laughs>
1: you think this would be a good beer to pair with a shot?
2: Yeah. Yes, yeah. This absolutely. is a Boilermaker shot.
0: You get a shot of rye with this. Mm-hmm. Oh, buddy boy. This is, yeah, this is a lunch bucket beer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it definitely is. I could go for that. You got any? You got any liquor here? <laughs> oh, we can we got can you Yeah, <laughs> I got <a> tequila. <laughs> I think any liquor would go good with this. I got, Shit, a... give us some shots of gin, dude. I don't think vodka would go with it. No,
2: <laughs> no, but I got let's vacation beers. Yeah. So let's find out. Yeah, I think gin would go. There's a little bit of that spruce flavor. reminds yeah. you reminds you of work
0: <laughs> back at the lumber <laughs> <laughs> uh, some whiskey would be good though with this. Yeah, but really, really nice. I've so. got some. I got some rye whiskey. Yeah, maybe we'll have a couple yeah, nips maybe when yeah. we uh, take a break here. Alright. Boilermakers all around. Yeah, <laughs> Boilermakers. The last little sip we have here in our tasters. Yeah. Alrighty. let well, that's two beers down. One to go. I have to say, I think we all have a clear winner here so far. So but, far. there is another challenger in the midst, and we're going to meet him right when we get back. How do you know it's a him? We are going to meet them right when we get back. <laughs> Stay tuned, everybody, to find out what that is. Nation, hot nation, hot nation. We are back and we are drinking one more lovely lager tonight. So far we've had one good one and one bad one. So we'll see how this one fares against the competition. Alright Adam, what's going to be the last lovely lager of the day? Well, we've had one good one, we've had one bad one, now we're going to have one
1: free one. At least it was to me. Uh, this was actually, So it will be to us. Yes. yes. Uh, this was actually donated to the cause um, by a fan of the show. Uh, so, Chris, thank you for donating this. We uh, we plan on giving this a fair shake. Uh, this was... No, don't shake it. Uh, <sighs> yeah, we don't want it to explode over all okay. of our equipment. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So this actually comes from the lovely city of Buffalo, New York.
2: I like of, that town. Yeah. I like that town. Home of the Buffalo Wing. It's like Pittsburgh Polite. yeah no every time I've been there it's been super polite now they're close to Canada I know I'd go with Cleveland but clean Okay. Cleanland. Cleanland.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cleanland. Cleanland.
2: Yeah. That's fine. I
1: go with that too. And at least their football team is lovable. Wait,
0: yeah. their football <laughs> team is lovable. Have you ever asked someone from Buffalo? Dude, he he just says
2: that because he lives close to uh East Brady and that's where Jim Kelly's from.
0: Oh yeah. okay. So
2: he grew up with a lot of Jim Kelly lore in his, you know, background. They taught at, him they taught him in high school. They hey,
0: him. Guy's a legend. <laughs> Went to four Super Bowls in a row, <laughs> lost them all. Lost yeah. them all. So actually last Winter, whenever the
1: Pittsburgh Steelers played the Buffalo Bills in Orchard Park, New York, I went to the game. One of the best times I've ever had. So much fun. That that stadium, the fans are fantastic there. Yeah,
2: you're going to have a little bit of ribbing here and there. Yeah.
1: But all in all, great time.
2: Yeah, I went to the original Winter Classic. Oh, that's right. Where the Pens played the Sabres up in the Giant Stadium. Right. Well... Well, Bill Stadium. Yeah. What the hell yeah. did I just say that Where so? are yeah, you it's going? definitely not at <laughs> Giant Stadium. It's at Ralph Olson
0: What <laughs> hell did I just say that for? Ah, you're, at least you're in the right state. I got a brain tumor. Right. I, yeah. <laughs> I, actually, Buffalo is only New York's only football team. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, because the Cause other Giants state is, is in, in Jersey. Jersey. Right. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, brain tumor aside... <laughs> I had the same experience in that the fan, you know, there was a couple ribbing back and forth, but after the game, all the Buffalo fans were just like congratulating us yeah they're like oh you guys played a good game you had a lot of fun time and everything it's like yeah okay thanks yeah great thanks we'll do guys. it again there's also a lot of Canadians there wearing yeah. like Maple Leafs jerseys
0: and stuff yeah <laughs> yeah they're just fans of hockey right that's all it was <laughs> they just want to see the game and they're right across gonna the border we're just going to come across the border and watch some fun hockey that's all <laughs> this is going to be a good time <laughs> <laughs> drop the puck let's go alright speaking all right. of which Pop this beer let's go yeah. Let's
1: let's drop the puck on this one I haven't even told you guys what it is yet Oh no, you haven't. Uh, this is to indulge. This is uh, to go along with our lager uh, theme for today. This is a Vienna style oh, okay. beer uh, from Flying Bison Brewing yeah. Company. This is their Rusty Chain. Oh okay. Uh, this comes in at five percent alcohol. hmm. Uh, seventeen IBUs. Okay, dude. Another solid low
0: baller. Okay. Let's drink it. Go for it. Oh no! Oh, boy. Oh, that's a bird. And she's blowing. She has blown her lid. We told you not to shake it. All over Adam. Oh, man. This Buffalo beer is just...
1: Buffalo blowed all over me.
0: Buffaloed. All All right, right. we're going to pause because
1: I need new shorts.
0: (laughs) Buffalo blue. Just like the Buffalo Bills at all four Super Bowls, that beer imploded. (laughs) Now that
1: I have cleaned up the mess, I've got new shorts. Uh, I took care of the uh, Buff Explosion.
2: See, I wanted the show to blow up, but uh, you've gone a little too far with that. I'm sorry. You took it a little too... uh, A little too extreme? Yeah, a little too extreme. I'm sorry.
1: That's okay. So, to bring everybody back together here a little bit, Flying Bison, Rusty Chain, 5% alcohol, 17 IBUs,
2: Vienna Style. Vienna Style Lager. A little bit darker, but definitely an amber color again. Amber?
1: uh, I would almost put it in a dark copper.
2: Yeah.
0: Definitely the darkest beer tonight. Yes. We have gone light to dark. But also just as clear as all the other beers
2: and Mm. just as lacking in the effervescence. And a little bit of head retention. Yeah. I can smell the sweetness on this one. I can too. I can definitely smell sweetness Mm -hmm. on this one. Very sweet. I get a little bit of a malt though. Yeah. There There is some maltiness there. Yeah, I get a little bit of a sweetness up front and malt on the back on the nose. So I'm just going to drink it. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is definitely the lightest of the three. Yeah, that's very light. And it, honestly, there's not much
0: sweetness in the flavor. No, there isn't. Although I'm, I'm almost getting more of a fruity taste. Yeah. Kind of like a, not a sour cherry, but a little tartness, which I wasn't expecting. Perhaps. Perhaps. Maybe that's because Adam was literally over there shaking the beer before he uh, opened <laughs> oh, it up. Oh, it wasn't that Don't bad. You know to shake. Mixed up all the flavors.
1: <laughs> Everything's on the bottom. So while we're enjoying this, uh, it seems to me that we have a little bit of score to settle here. Well, hold boys. on, hold on. Oh.
2: <laughs> I just also wanted to say that this is also probably the most balanced beer that we've had. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but now we uh, can move. We're, we're okay. blowing through this. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Slow down, slow down. Right. I know you're all hyped up because you just went pee on your shorts. Time out, the beer. <laughs> time out.
0: I'm not hyped up, I'm hopped up. Oh, uh, uh, uh. No, we can't use that name. It's already a podcast.
2: Right? Yeah, somebody else is hopped up. We can't be off- No, we gotta be off-nation.
0: We can't be off-nation. We gotta be off-nation USA. Do we want to go beat somebody
2: up then? No. Eminent Domain? Like,
1: this is ours now, nerd? <laughs> give me the podcast, nerd! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Okay. That sounds like a good 50th episode? Yeah, that's an after-show.
2: Yeah, that's a 50-show celebration thing. We just okay. go beat up other beer podcasts. Make them drink Hurricane until they give us ours? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> give us your podcast name or drink this hurricane. Nerd! <laughs>
1: We do have a bit of a score to settle,
2: though. Yeah, let's settle some real scores tonight. Some
0: actual, yeah. um,
1: if those out in, in the world of Hop Nation USA, we had a bit of a conversation last week um, based on some results for Pittsburgh
2: beers. Well, this is old because Untapped's dumbass.
0: Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Untapped essentially rated the top 50 breweries in Pittsburgh based on beer reviews from those breweries. Correct. We took a little bit of umbrage to that list.
1: So it was decided between the three of us that all three of us would come up with our own individual list of what we thought were the top five breweries in Pittsburgh. Right. Who wants
2: to go first? Steve? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Okay. I got no problem knocking this out. This was, sure. This was pretty easy for me. Okay. Uh, I know my favorite breweries. I'll just go through them. Uh, again, our criteria that we laid out last week, though, was that... Because, again, part of the untapped problem... Was that they had places that listed that didn't even have a place to go to? Right. And there was not a physical brewery in sight. Right, right. You couldn't buy bottles from them. You couldn't get it off the tap. Right. So hey. we laid out that we had to have either actually been to the brewery, or that we had bought their beer from somewhere from like, a commercial got, outlet. Right. Got it mm-hmm. from got it from a tap at right. a
0: bar or something. Right. So not, we established some good rules. Exactly. Right. <laughs> not any of those bullshit on tap rules. <laughs> So, Untap. Give me a break. Bunch of goons. Let's get into some actual lists that carry a
2: little weight. That's right. With people who have been there, <laughs> experienced it. Untap doesn't experience shit because it's a robot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't yell at me, man. I've probably been half the breweries that you were there. At I don't the know same how to time. I don't know
2: how to yell at robots, so I have to yell at somebody. But anyway, coming in on my number one. Well, you're going one to five or five to one? I'm gonna go one to five, really, because my five is my five is a little du- doubled up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, yeah, doubled up. A little doubled up. Uh, my number one, Grist House. All right. Yeah, they are one of the most consistent breweries that I've ever had beer from. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a, I don't think I've had a single bad beer from them. All right. They're also incredibly experimental. Right. Which is amazing because just this year we, have uh, I think all three of us have had the Undead Unicorn. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's a. Amazing, refreshing flavor with a uh, very interesting profile to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a big fan of Sours, but I like that one. Right. And then at Beers of the Burg, we all had the Troop 412, the Flynn Mint. Right. You know. Yeah, <laughs> and it was quite delicious. That was delicious. I really enjoyed that guy. Yeah. And don't forget, the Undead Unicorn beat Lucille. That's true. We That was in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. That's true. Did win. That's why I'm giving House number one. All right. Very consistent very experimental mm-hmm. and I just never have a bad time when I'm down there. Fair. Yeah. fair. Uh, number two, dry log. Okay, man, sticking with Millvale for the yeah. best breweries in the city. Yeah. Mo- Millvale kind of won this one out with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dry log. I love because we've mentioned it before. They, they can be a little polarizing. Yes. With, uh, what they make. I find them to be one of the best breweries when it comes to fruit beers and wild beers things that are kind of more fresh and more natural the other thing i really like about dry log is a lot of cities are going to get their own breweries and everything i don't think a lot of cities are going to get a brewery like dry log it is very unique it is yeah i i, I give them almost double points for uniqueness <laughs> <laughs> double points yeah even though that wasn't enough to carry them the number one it's still <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. all right because I've had a few beers that maybe I didn't quite like from Dry Lock, right. but I appreciated their, uh, I appreciate every attempt they make and mm-hmm. I appreciate everything they do. Uh, they are very experimental and I think that's just a worth going to anytime you're in the Millville area. Sure. So yeah. Coming in at number three, I have Full Pint. Okay. The fullest of pints. Full Pint is, that's kind of an easy pick for me, being that it, they have a huge catalog mm-hmm. and they, they're staple beers. Like you just said, you had a White Lightning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that is slowly becoming one of my default beers Yeah, in Pittsburgh. Right. So all, like all of their standard catalog, like the White Lightning, like the mm-hmm. the All-In Amber, the Chinookie IPA. Sam. Sam. Yeah. I like the Chinookie IPA. <laughs> I know. But yeah. my favorite
0: is the Chinooki En Fuego. <laughs> the Chinooki IPA brewed with hot peppers, ah. which is just phenomenal. Which brings me to my other
2: point about full pint. Is even though they have this really solid standard catalog, mm-hmm. they're incredibly experimental as well. Okay, just like Gristhouse, and their catalog is huge. Right. If you if you ever just kind of look at it through the years, mm-hmm. uh, but like Sam just said, the Chiluki and Fuego, uh, we also have had the Mint Berry Crunch. You and I, Adam. Yes, I, have I don't know that. if you. I yeah, would, I have, yeah, it's yeah. really good. Yeah, um, and, and it's
0: made with actual crunch berries, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah.
2: Which yeah. is pretty badass. Yeah, that's cereal made for <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> beer
0: and, cereal.
2: Uh, Love it. They also produce the uh, Social Grapefruit.
1: I don't think I've had that.
2: Uh, Well, it has another communist label like the Mother Lager. Uh (laughs) Lager. Except this beer is actually good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's one of the few grapefruit beers that I actually like. Okay. And that's kind of why I gave it the full point. I can never, like, you can't go wrong because I know enough good from them, Mm -hmm. but they also experiment enough that I'm always willing to try more from them. Gotcha. Number four, uh, I'm going to go with East End. Okay. Again, another just solid brewery. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't find much wrong with them. I I enjoy like the Fat Gary. Fat Gary is a good baseliner. Yeah. That's a real good baseliner. Instead of Fat Gary on Saturday. Nice. See, there you go. It's and drink a burger.
0: couple beers too.
2: <laughs> Weird. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> hey man, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. <laughs> do what you gotta do sometimes. Um the other the other positive note to East End though is that uh, they do a lot of bourbon barrel stuff. True. So I enjoy the bourbon barrel stuff they do.
1: Fair. yeah, That they do. So that brings us to number five. So number five.
0: Last one. Yeah. Number five, I split. Okay. Oh, see, we didn't agree we were going to do that. I know. Well,
2: I I just found it hard to choose between the two. Okay. Spoonwood and Insurrection. All right. I like them both. They both have real standout beers. Mm -hmm. My only problem is I don't think I've had enough by both of them. Okay. To you know, warrant higher up on the list. Gotcha. But I also couldn't choose between either of them because I haven't had enough by right either of them. But interesting. Yeah, uh, insurrect like for example, insurrections. Uh, Black Russian Imperial. Yeah. Which with the unpronounceable Cyrillic <laughs> name. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's not even try. Not even gonna <laughs> try. call it the Black Russian Imperial yeah.
2: out. Malkin. Yeah, it, the Malkin. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's amazing. Yes. But at the same time, I love the Spoonwood Cold Drip City Coffee. Yeah. So those are like two of my favorite beers I've had Mm -hmm. in Pittsburgh. That kind of earns them those spots. Right. But I can't put them up higher without having more from them. Gotcha. Okay. So that's kind of where I came down on things.
0: That's a pretty good list. Yeah. Not too bad. Who wants to go next? Me or Adam? I'll go next. Okay. Yeah, that's not a bad list there, Esteban. You must like good beer. I think I do. So let's see what Adam thinks. (laughs)
2: is good beer and no you rate. do you do like good beer
1: yeah. so for for me uh, my criteria i I actually narrowed things down a little bit okay I narrowed it down to, to breweries I have actually been to okay, so that took me down to about a baker's dozen. all right uh, that that took me down to a baker's dozen of breweries within one hour of Point State Park, which was, that was the original. Which was the original category. criteria, yes. And I want, must put one caveat in there. As previously mentioned in last week's episode, the Southern Tier Brewery is off the list. I really do like that place. I like a lot of the Pittsburgh beers that they're making, but I can't put it on the list. So I'm putting that in an honorable mention
2: category. Fair enough. Uh, just to go along with that, I would have put Fatheads on the list if they still brewed majority in Pittsburgh. But they don't. They right. do not. Right. Right. So I'll yeah, I, I would have. I think I would have put Fatheads five if they still brewed majority in Pittsburgh, right. but they don't.
1: Right, and, and I didn't visit the Fatheads brewery. I've had plenty <laughs> of their beers, and I still consider it a Pittsburgh beer. Right, but oh. it didn't make the list. So it was
0: formed in Pittsburgh. It yeah. was originally.
1: It was, but it's not the brewery. You can't see the tanks. You can't. I know. You can't see yeah. the process. You can't bask in it. Right, gotta get your ass up to North Olmstead. <laughs> right. Right. So, uh, I'm going to go 5 to 4. All right. All righty. And then 4 to
2: 3. And then 3 to 2? And then 2 to 1. Oh, damn. I thought you were going to go 2 to 11, but fine. Give us the list, please. <laughs> Don't <laughs> it, goes, <stop. laughs> it goes all the way to 11. This one goes to 11.
1: So, number 5, and I know Sam's not going to like this one, but I like it. North Country in Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania. One of the biggest reasons that I love this place is the atmosphere in and of itself. Okay. Uh, I know you guys have both been to the bar itself. Oh, absolutely. Bar, yeah. We've, yeah. Been We've been to a city. I've yeah. been there many times. Right. And I absolutely love the atmosphere there. The beers go right along with it. They are not necessarily as experimental as some of the others on the list, including on your list. But it. the bottom line is on this list, if somebody said, tell you what, I've got a 15-passenger van and a designated driver, Go to your fifth
0: favorite parade, Pittsburgh,
1: you're going right to North where Country. Where are we going?
0: Well, that, that was the thing. If, if I have,
1: Driving 60 miles of Slippery yeah. Rock. <laughs> yeah. if, 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 if distance wasn't a matter, if time wasn't a matter, where would I go? Right. North Country, I would put on my top five list. Okay. I, I love the atmosphere. I like the beers they have there. I could absolutely just spend an entire day. Fair enough.
0: Yeah. Plus, hey, It's your list. You can put whatever
1: day you right. want on there. So, yeah. the ruby red... They're firehouse red. I'm sorry. They're, yeah, They're fire it's the firehouse red. red.
2: Yeah, that that's probably my favorite by them, mm-hmm. firehouse red. Right. Yeah. I like The Stinky Hippie is my favorite.
1: Number 4, a a quite small place and it's much more local to the Pittsburgh area. Hitchhiker. Huh. Hmm. Really? Hitchhiker. Yes. What I really like again it goes back to their atmosphere. It's it's a small little local place. It's a neighborhood brewery. Yeah. And I really like that. I I like the atmosphere. I like some of the beers. I, I've had some of their wheat beers. They have an oatmeal stout that is outstanding. Uh, a smoked oatmeal stout. I absolutely really love it. Uh, so that comes in
2: at four for me. Okay. Okay.
0: I'm just <laughs> curious to hear what the top three yeah, are. No, we're I'm not we're, judging. I, okay. I, I, I'm at see, least not I'm out seeing, loud. <laughs> I'm
2: seeing a pattern develop so far. Yeah, there's, there's definitely no, a
0: clear pattern. So right.
2: go, ahead, go ahead and keep going with the list. Okay,
1: number three uh, is, is a little more conventional one. Insurrection.
2: Okay. Fair Insurrection. Yeah. Uh, it goes back to that. Uh, the Malkin beer. Yeah. Oh. The few beers that you've had by them are so top-notch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're just really good. Yeah. Uh, I don't have to explain it again, but I will go into the, the atmosphere side of things, uh-huh. where it is, it's a local place, it's a neighborhood, and, you know, you can get to know people there a little bit more. Yeah. It's not a, a big place like you would have like a church brewers or something like that. Is a lot more intimate, and I like that. Number two, uh, Spoonwood. Hmm. Cold drip city. Yeah. Great facility. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I enjoy sitting out back, out behind the building, uh, out on their patio there. Their food is really good. That, that doesn't necessarily enter into my list. Okay. Uh, but I kind of would put that as part of the atmosphere side of things. If you got yeah, good food, great there. it's yeah, yeah. not... Pizzas are awesome. Woodfire right. pizzas? They're oh, wood fire. God. I believe they have a breakfast pizza there that I absolutely adore. Yeah, it I've had it. It's great. Uh, they also make some good beers. The Cold Drip City you had talked about earlier. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like that beer. And number one, uh, do you guys have any, any idea? You might not like this one.
2: Well, if you're going to say Rivertown just to make us mad... That would be the only reason you were doing. It. Yeah, that's we the only that. reason why you're stalling at the moment because you're about to say Rivertown is your number one brewery in Pittsburgh. Then we
0: can tell you you are wrong <laughs> because we a fact.
2: Well, uh, I, I hate to disappoint
1: you guys, uh-huh. but I'm going to anyways. It's Grist House. Oh, uh, okay. It's Grist House. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. No doubt about it. Great atmosphere, great beer, great people. The only problem that I have is I wish it was bigger because anytime I go there, the place is absolutely packed for good reason. Mm-hmm. It's packed for good reason. Just wish it was a little bit bigger or I could just sort of shoo
0: all the other people away. <laughs> yeah, start with that. Right. right. Can you guys just leave and give me some
2: space to drink my beer here? Unless you brought
0: a dog. Then you can keep your dog and I'm going to pet your dog. Right. <laughs> right. Dogs are fine, but maybe some of the kids take them away. No kids, only dogs for scratches. Oh, my God, on Saturday night, there's, like, kids and dogs running around everywhere in that place. <laughs> it is a zoo. <laughs> but the beer's great, so what the yeah. hell. <laughs> you can suck it up. Yeah. So, so Sam. So, the one,
2: oh. well, the one thing I was going to mention, the one thing I noticed is that you included atmosphere a lot I in did. your judgment. Yeah, yeah I you did. really did. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily agree with some of those ones on your list mm-hmm. simply because I, I do like the atmosphere there. Right. I don't think their beers are...
1: Well, <laughs> to me, it... They were they were for the full brewery experience. Yeah. 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 If yeah. you're going to a brewery, you go for the whole experience. And atmosphere is part of that.
2: Fair enough. Because you did judge it on breweries that you went to. Correct. Whereas I went with just beers I've had from breweries in the area. Right. right. So I haven't like I haven't actually been to East End. Right. But I've had their beers at a number of places. And same thing so,
1: with, with me with Full Pint. Yeah. I've never actually been to their facility, but they make some really good beers. Right. So I can't argue with your placement of them on your list, yeah. But I've never been to their brewery, so I can't include them. Fair enough. Fair That's because to me, if I'm going to a brewery, the atmosphere has to be on that. Has to be part of the equation.
2: Yeah. Okay. And that kind Fair of enough. that pulled a couple of up over over some other options. I get you. Yeah, because if you couldn't even, if you couldn't even put Full Plant on, then some of the other ones are right. automatically just gonna be considered. So, right. Yeah. Right. So that was the thought process
0: behind my list. I get you. Sam, you want to bring some ruckus? Yeah, well, I was going to say we heard two lists. Unfortunately, both of them were incorrect. So I (laughs) am going to enlighten everybody with the top five breweries in Pittsburgh and give you the right list for once. And this is based on breweries I've been to, judging only on the beer. I don't care about food. I don't care about atmosphere. I don't care if they're in a dangerous neighborhood. (laughs) If they're brewing good beer, I am going to enjoy it. So if controversy brewed beer, they could make this list. Yeah, technically. (laughs) I mean, I would try it. Well, you, yeah, I would try it. I would try it. I would, I would try it. You would then immediately get stabbed. Yes.
1: <laughs> so here's
0: a question
2: for you. Mm-hmm. Do you guys include Voodoo on this list? I wasn't thinking too much about them because, again, I think I was putting them more uh, not Pittsburgh Brewery because they're a Meadville.
1: Sort of a, a Fatheads yeah. kind of.
2: Yeah, I was kind of applying the Fatheads Southern was Tier rule.
0: kind of the, the direction that I took as well. Yeah. All right, so is everybody ready for the top five breweries in Pittsburgh? I'm ready. All right, coming in at number five, we have East End Brewery in the East End and now also in the Strip District. Is that that officially open? Yeah, it's been open for a while. All right. Um, Love East End Brewery. Great beers, consistently great beers. The East End Big Hop is one of my favorites. Monkey Boy, Monkey Girl, Big Hop, Little Hop. Brett Hop, <laughs> Snow Melt. <laughs> Some of their staples are incredibly consistent. Joe Melt. They have The Joe Melt, too, yeah. They got all kinds of melts. Mm, yeah. All kinds of hops and melts there. Yeah. Uh, but great, great, great beers. Um, and they've been around for a while, and they've, they've been doing it uh, longer than a lot of these uh, craft breweries right. in Pittsburgh. Yeah. They've been doing it well. So they're number five. Number four, it's interesting you mentioned Voodoo because they are number four on my list. Okay. And yeah, hmm. they're up in Meadville, but they got a nice location down in uh, down in the waterfront in Homestead. And why I put Voodoo on the list was I think that of maybe the five voodoo staples that they have out there like the hoodoo um the pilsner the big black voodoo daddy the winona big brown um the grand met they are some of the most consistent staples in pittsburgh in my opinion i would go to the brewery and get those beers even though i've already have them and they they experiment with a lot of stuff but all of those beers are just so good they're so flavorful uh and i'm a big fan of uh voodoo Hmm. So coming in at number three, a brewery that made both of your lists, Spoonwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spoonwood is one of my favorites, and not just because I live close to it in the South Hills, <laughs> but uh, I've always loved their beer from day one. Um, I love their Coheed and Cambria beers. They're two minutes to midnight, and wait, that's not a Coheed and No, Cambria that's beer. an Iron Maiden beer. That's, an iron, that's their iron, iron Maiden beer. Um, the Good Eyed Sniper is yeah, the one Yeah, Good Sniper. That's a Coheed is, and Cambria. You do that all the time. <laughs> I do do that all the time. Uh, but yeah, the cold cold drip city is great. I also like the cold drip Doppio. Their uh, coffee blonde ale, I think, is really good. And plus, there's a handful of other stuff. They made one called the Greasy Strangler. It's the one with the maple syrup and bacon. It's now on their list of regulars mm-hmm. for uh, uh, on their beer menu. And they did the beer to bees not too long ago for craft yeah, that beer was great, which one of the was just yeah. yeah,
2: so delightful. Um, uh, side note, Greasy Strangler. It's a really fucked up movie. So <laughs> if you ever want to wait, that's a movie. Yeah. Oh. So if you ever want to take a walk on the really w- weird side, go ahead and watch that movie.
0: Is he deaf? No.
1: Oh. You're never going to catch me. No.
0: <laughs> Not that. No. <laughs> All right. Greasy Strangler the movie or Greasy Strangler the beer or watch the movie and drink beer. Whatever. Whatever tickles your fancy. Knock yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number two. beer the, or beer. Brewery that was also on both of your lists, Insurrection Ale Works. Uh, once again, I've been a big fan of this place since day one. Uh, love their IPAs there, and they brew a lot of them. And what I like is that a lot of them have the same mash bill, but they use different hops, mm-hmm. and I think that that's really unique. Plus they brew the Gal- Galaxy hops a lot, and that's one of my favorite hops. Yeah, so tend to uh, really enjoy that beer there. Fuggle for life. Fuggle for life. <laughs> and, and number one, to the surprise of no one, Penn Brewery. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, Penn. You didn't make the top five. But I do like some of your beer. Uh, to the surprise of no one is Grist House. I mean, they're they're above and beyond every brewery in Pittsburgh. What they're doing there is, is liquid gold. They're experimental, but they don't experiment for the sake of experimenting. Well, I guess they kind of do. They kind of do, But they it. make yeah. sure that they have the recipe right first. Yeah. They don't just experiment and then put out this garbage and hope people like it. <laughs> right. They know that it is good. Right. And they put it out. I... I mean, I can't confirm this, but, you know, I would feel that if they put out, they experimented and they made a mediocre batch of beer, I don't think they would sell it to their consumers.
2: If, I mean, if they did, it would just be that one batch. Right. Get yeah, it, maybe. And then you'd never hear it about it. Get it, it out of the vats. Get yeah, it out seriously. of the kegs. Yeah. Like, because, I mean, we all heard about the Undead Unicorn way before we ever had it. Like, it, it was promoted. <laughs> we yeah. heard about it. We wanted to go try it. I think if they made a mediocre experimental batch,
0: we wouldn't hear about it. Right. Yeah, that's true. They might just throw it on. Right. Maybe make it part of that brew print series they do. It's right. kind of experimental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I got to give a shout out to my absolute all time favorite Grist House beer, the Wheat Juice. It usually comes around every summer. I haven't seen it yet this year, mm. but it's their Hoppy Wheat Ale. And it is just this hazy, hoppy, weedy deliciousness in a glass. I don't know if you'd like it, Adam. I don't care. I like it. <laughs> it's hoppy, but it's weedy, so you might. It's just insanely refreshing. It almost tastes like you're drinking, you know. I have had it. Some hopped up juice. And Do you like it? No. <laughs>
1: no. The, the weediness did not overpower the hoppiness. It, it's sort of like well, it, if you have I I don't a, think it's meant to. What, <laughs> what I mean is if you have a um, a can of white paint and you take a little bit of black
2: paint in it, it just ruins the white it paint. It just ruins the white paint. That The, the black paint is and the that's how, And that's how you felt about... Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, it's my all-time favorite from Grist House,
2: so keep it up, guys. Keep my it up. My all-time favorite from Grist House is the black in the USSR, which oh. is the black IPA, which is... Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. They're all
0: good. They're all good. So, Go to Grist House. <laughs> so, unlike Untapped the three of us <laughs> agree that Grist House is the best brewery in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Along with a lot of other people I know and a lot of other right. Pittsburgh best lists now that that's, are out there. That's
1: not to say that if you didn't make the top five, you don't make good beers and you don't have a good place to go to.
2: Right. There right. are plenty of other good places out there. Yeah, just be glad we didn't make a bottom five list. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should in a future episode for some Maybe
0: people to step up their should. game a little bit. Pittsburgh. 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 Bottom five. I'm looking at you, Rivertown. You better step (laughs) it up soon. You better step it up soon. (laughs) No, I, I honestly... Not that... Not that I care about it. making Rivertown feel good, but <laughs> they're not on your bottom five. I have to say, to give you credit, R- Rivertown, you are not on my bottom five. I can tell you that right now. There's no. way worse beer yeah. out oh there. Oh, my God.
2: There's so much worse beer in the
0: <laughs> Pittsburgh area. So, with that, those are our top fives. If you want to send us your top fives or let us know any other breweries we should check out, feel free to shoot us an email at the why end am, of the show. Why am I right? Why are these two wrong? <laughs> That's fine, too. I would like to hear that. You know it's really hard to kind of argue like that.
2: Like we didn't know what each other's top five were. No, right. we didn't. But and we all wound up <laughs> overlapping. Yeah, we all wound up with grist house spoonwood and insurrection on there somewhere. right yeah, so. which is right. pretty crazy. <laughs> right. so, so, not as much argument as we thought. But what do we all think about this beer though? This flying can argue about this? The flying bison rusty chain. Yeah, what are your initial thoughts, Sam?
0: Well, my initial thoughts are, I like the beer. It's Not bad. It was enjoyable. It was refreshing. Um, It was a little on the malty side, I thought. It definitely had a different flavor than the last Vienna Lager that we tried. Um, A little maltier. Like I said, it had a little tart flavor, at least to me it did. Decent enough. Would I buy it? No. Would I drink it? Sure. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's about it. And you did. And I did. I I consumed it all. For me, I liked it. I think
2: I liked it a little bit more than the last one. I found this beer to be a lot more balanced. Mm-hmm. whereas the the last Vienna lager uh the Ridge Top Runner that one had a real big sweet flavor up front and then it had this bitter flavor on the back whereas this Rusty Chain is just it's balanced it's all the way through just a little bit of sweetness not a heavy maltiness but a good a good bit of maltiness mm-hmm. and you know it's not bitter at all so i i think i enjoyed this one just a little bit more I got to agree with you. This is a very good drinker.
1: It was definitely the lightest of the three. Yeah. Not that that's a bad thing. It was just a, a statement of fact. It was well-balanced. It still had a little bit of that bitterness on the back end. Not nearly as pronounced as the straw of the Ridge top runner. But I did like it. I'll give you my top three here in just a minute. And like our, I don't think you'll be very surprised.
2: No, I don't think. Well, I think we all know what the bottom <laughs> right. is. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> so with that, we
1: should
0: probably go to the podium. Yeah, sure. let's do a quick wrap up here of these so, lagers, our lovely lagers for today. Sam, what, uh,
1: what is your podium? What is your
0: bronze, your silver, your gold? I think I know which one is going to be your bronze. Yes, you do. And that would be the mother lager from Magic Hats, of course. No surprise there didn't like the beer at all. Tasted almost skunked, if you will. I mean, it just, it didn't have a pleasant taste. It didn't have a pleasant aftertaste. I didn't really like anything about it. Although I will say it did have a nice smell to it. If I, if I have to find, you know, the good, one good thing, one good thing in the beer, I kind of like the smell up front. It was kind of sweet. I could smell a little of the malts, but then once it hit the lips, Uh, it (laughs) took a way different (laughs) turn game over Uh, next up for me is the Flying Bison the Rusty Chain Uh, not a bad beer a little malty for me uh, but it had some nice flavor to it I'd be interested in trying more stuff from the Flying Bison Brewing Company I will say this is the first beer I've ever had from them um so not a bad start to that. Definitely would give them another shot. Probably would like to pref- try, you know, one of their IPAs or their porters next time around. Just so you know, I have one of their IPAs in my beer fridge. Hey, maybe a future show. Future episode! Yeah, give it a shot. We can bring out the bison again.
2: You know, we, have, uh, we haven't we have done a state episode in a while, so maybe a New York episode ah, would do yeah, that. yeah, that could work out just well. Isn't Absolutely. Coney
1: Island in New York? I know!
0: <laughs> yeah. hint, 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 hint. Yeah, hint. big time. More hints at the end of the show. Continue, Sam. <laughs> and that leaves uh, the Straub, which is going to take the gold today. And that even surprises me. The rich Top Runner. <laughs> I never thought of the three beers we had here. One from Magic Hat, one from this Flying Bison Brewing, and then the last one from Straub that I'd be putting the Straub Vienna Lager uh, at the top of the podium with the gold medal. But honestly, the beer was clean. Uh, the beer was tasty. Uh, the beer uh, had a little sweetness to it little bitterness on the back and you know that's something that i actually enjoyed and like i mentioned uh, lagers aren't my favorite style of beers but uh that one was good i really liked it so what was that called the ridge ridge top ridge top runner ridge top runner from straub so good job straub (laughs) you wild somebody (laughs) that hasn't been impressed with you in the past so kudos to you that's uh that's a good thing
2: yep uh adam what's your
0: well bronze no surprise
2: at
1: all yeah Uh, It's the Rusty Chain. Yeah. Yeah, No, it isn't. No, it is not. (laughs) No, it is the Mother Lager by a mile. Uh, I would even call it a country mile.
2: Yeah. It was just not good. Not good at all. I
1: don't know what happened because, like Sam said, it had a good nose to it. I had some high hopes for it. It's Magic Hat. I've had good beers from them before. It looked good. It smelled good. And then as soon as it got into my mouth, nope, 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 Nope. nope, didn't like it. Third place, sorry, Magic Hat, come back, try another one. Second place, th- these two, I, I had a, obviously a much tougher time between, uh, between the rusty rusty chain and the ridge top runner, but I think I have to put the ridge top runner in second place, and that's not a knock on it because it is a good beer. I liked it. I I think what what drove it to second place rather than the first place was on the back end it had that little extra bitterness to it than what the Rusty Chain did. Rusty Chain by Flying Bison, well-balanced, easy drinker, didn't have that that lingering bitterness. And even the, the bitterness wasn't that lingering on the Ridge Top Runner. But comparatively, I really like the Flying Bison. It kind of just got out of dodge when it was done. So for me, mother lager, ridge Top Runner, Rusty Chain.
0: Alrighty.
2: All righty, Esteban. For me, I'm gonna actually just agree with Adam. Not that I have much choice. <laughs> it was either that, him or me, <laughs> right? That uh, that that mother lager is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> if if though, if I had to compliment it, if I had to finish the other end of the compliment sandwich mm-hmm. that you guys started by saying it does have a nice nose, I also will say it looks it looks like a very good beer. Yeah, which is very deceptive because it looks <laughs> it's very clean. It's very. Uh, it has a very nice golden fl- hue to it, and it has that good nose. And then you get it in your mouth, and you hate your life. It's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, it's a turd in sheep's clothing. <laughs> <that it> <laughs> like I said, I'm agreeing with Adam. Uh, I'm going to put the Straub uh, Top Runner at Silver. Like Sam, though, I haven't really been impressed by the other Straw beers, mm-hmm. which are just Straw regular and Straw amber. Right. I haven't been really impressed by them, but I really like this one. I just felt it was a little too unbalanced. The, the the big sweetness up front, followed by the bitterness at the back, made it so that I think that I might not drink a whole bunch of these. Gotcha. So in gold, I'm going to put the Rusty Chain, just because it was more balanced, and I, I like the maltiness flavor to it a little bit more. Uh, but like you already said, Adam, it, it, it's the lightest of the three, and I feel like I could drink a bunch of those. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I could I could have a... Day session drink with those, as compared to the other ones. So yeah,
0: that's uh that's about it for me. That uh that wraps up for the lovely loggers. What's great about the loggers is you know you go out to your local brewery, bar, beer store, and there are just as we learned in segment two, a ton of options from a lot. That ha- logger has a very strong history, strong right. European mm-hmm. history, and it's from a lot of different areas, uh, especially around Germany. Yeah. So yeah, go pick one up, try for yourself. If you find a good one let us know if we find another good one we'll let you know but we'll we'll agree that the magic hat is not one of those (laughs) (laughs) as we've said so many times so steve why don't you tell everybody where to find us on social media all right then so like sam said if you just want to tell us uh what loggers
2: are your favorite or if you want to tell us what pittsburgh breweries are your favorite you can find us on social media by searching hop nation usa that'll get you twitter instagram and facebook If you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast, uh, you can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. If you're on iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and that'll help the show get bigger. And if you want to send us cotton candy beers, (laughs) because boy, oh, boy, we are interested and we are looking, get in touch with us over our email at hopnationusa at gmail.com. We're looking, <laughs> we're accepting, Yes. somebody just has to get it to us.
1: Please, please. We might even, if, if you're able to find this, we might even send
0: you a picture of Sam and a dress. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll talk about that once we have the beers. <laughs> <Let's>, <laughs> the first thing's first here, guys. Maybe we just send him a picture of a Corvette split window. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. We, we already yeah, have yeah. that. I'm yeah. all right with that. Yeah. And that's a cool picture, so what the heck. You can have that. <laughs> you, can can have have that. That. you can have that <laughs> alright well that about does it for episode 20 good show guys and next week it's our 21st episode our show is Hey-o. turning 21 it's finally Ooh. of drinking age Hooray. so I don't know maybe we'll have to plan something really special for the show and get it it's first beer ah. first legal beer I should say yes uh, yes yes, 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 had, yes. Uh, 60 beers so far <laughs>
2: yes yeah that would be true
1: that's 10 six-packs nice
0: exactly so right alrighty. Right. well until episode 21 stay safe drink responsibly and drink a lot i think it's time don't to drive. uh log her off oh god oh, nice one nice one <laughs>